0: I'm Steve Seashon, wondering how I got here. An old photo brought up the memory. I was once a teenage radio traffic reporter, flying high above the city during drive-time traffic with live reports from Skyview 930, almost 30 years ago now. Even then, the days of each station having their own helicopter were over, and it was a little shared secret around town that there were three traffic reporters from three different competing radio stations, all in the same fixed-wing airplane Seeing the same backups at the same time, reporting on them at the same time, all just flying in a figure-eight pattern over area highways together. In the days before DOT cameras on every roadway and Google Maps, watching traffic from that vantage point was an invaluable learning experience about how cars move, especially when you'd fly over a trouble spot and then you wouldn't see that spot again for another 20 minutes or so. I learned a lot about talking off the top of my head and the way that traffic patterns work back then, but looking back, the best thing about that experience was the guidance, kindness, and encouragement from nearly every single person at the two stations I was working at, Sister AM News and FM Music Stations, during what was my first on-air gig. I was treated like everyone's kid brother and the station mascot. Everyone was bursting at the seams to help me succeed, and that feeling, and the confidence it built, certainly helped launch the rest of my career. Sadly, the only real, true, specific memory that I have from those days involves the one person who wasn't on the aw shucks, let's help the kid plan. She thought she was on her way to becoming the female Howard Stern. This woman, who was personally a mess during the short time she was in town, to me and the other station underlings, she wasn't very friendly, she was a bit of a diva, wouldn't even look at me, let alone talk to me in the hallway. So, now I was doing traffic on her fancy FM show. No big deal. I'm 16 years old, but I'm a pro. The report went something like, an accident has the Kensington backed up, and that has the mainline slow back to William. The 190 will be your better bet heading downtown right now. No wait at either the Black Rock or the Ogden tolls. This report brought to you by Builder's Square. In Skyview 930, I'm Steve C. Chung. Usually at the end, I very quickly clicked off my microphone, and that should have been the end of the report. But with her whiskey-soaked cigarette voice... She tried to lay on the sultry at the end of one of my first reports, saying what might have been the first words she ever directed at me. "'Hey, Steve, you know, you sound sexy,' said the nasty hag to the teenage boy, live on the radio. Like I said, I was 16 or 17 years old, a little bit embarrassed, but at this point more pissed. I knew my future was at the news station, and I was making a big effort to try and sound professional and journalistically trustworthy, and not just some kid.' What I can't say for sure is that 16-year-old thin-voiced overconfidence, by any measure, didn't sound sexy. She knew it. She was either being mean to be funny, just trying to throw a kid off on his first day to get a laugh, or maybe just being mean, period. It really wasn't too funny. I can tell you for sure, though, that my terse and dismissive response, as I sat horrified, pissed, and embarrassed, jammed to the backseat of a tiny airplane with 50 pounds of transmission equipment on my lap, my response wasn't sexy. So she said, "'Steve, you sound sexy!' And I responded, "'Well, okay, if you think an accident on a 33 is sexy, thanks!' And I quickly clicked off my mic and moved on to the next report. (laughs) You know, I probably had handled that a little differently today, but when I think about the way that teenage me handled that, makes me smile to think about. When I got back to the station that day, I complained to my boss about this woman, who at this point was already on her way to being fired. But with my heart in my throat, I also told him what I had said, and I was really concerned that I was about to be in trouble for going off the script. Trying to keep his usual military bearing, this guy, who was my mentor and my boss, barely held back a big grin, telling me that I handled things perfectly, did everything the right way. I couldn't have been sure then, but there's no doubt he had plenty of delight at the fact that the kid gave it to the witch, live on the radio. This was exactly the kind of loving support I found over and over again from the radio family that's still so much a part of my heart. Still, I carried shame about this incident for a long time, not happy with the way that I handled myself. Even at this moment, nearly three decades later, I'm still second-guessing. But of course, there's no good way for a kid to handle a small-hearted jerk. More than anything, I guess I should thank this woman, because somewhere, deep in the echoes of my mind... The incident reverberated every time I went off the script to tell some kid, great job on the air. And there's little doubt. I felt some part of that sting as I've called out and balled out dozens of people who've mistreated lower-status co-workers through the years, saying things like, hey, come on, the guy's doing the best he can. Why don't you worry about your work? Now that is sexy. As I keep wondering how I got here, I'm Steve Seashon.